What's up, everyone? Welcome to BitCast number 84. I've got Dan, the Santa Claus, Rodriguez, and Bert, the Pencil Signs. No, it's not what you think. Don't make assumptions. All right, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards, State of Play, couple, uh, a whole bunch of updates for, for games, and then uh, PlayStation 5 has made the news this week with an with a interesting rumor. But we're going to go through all the Game Awards categories and make our predictions uh, kind of against each other, and then we'll revisit it next week after the show, and we'll see who has uh, been the most accurate. So, but <laughs> Dan's saying himself already. He thinks he's got this in the bag. Yeah, no problem. Let's go ahead and talk about Resident Evil, guys. So we mentioned this the other uh, last bit cast, but this week, uh, this leaked on both PSN and now and on a UK retailer. So it definitely looks like this is coming and coming soon. So Resident Evil 3 Remake. And um, Jeff Keighley said this is not going to be shown at the Game Awards. And so the rumor is that this is going to be shown on State of Play, which is happening this week as well. So Bert, this is your alley. Anything to uh, add on Resident Evil 3 Remake that we haven't already talked about? No, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, like I said, I think it's going to be the same, similar maybe engine, graphics look obviously with new characters and a new design, but it's probably going to be looking like Resident Evil 2. Um, I think that, like you said before, the, the rumor is going to be state of play. Obviously, I think it's going to be cross-gen once again. Uh, no, not, not, not cross-gen, cross-platform. Um, so I hope to see it on Xbox. Obviously, we're probably not going to see it on Switch, um, but on PC as well. So if it is real, if it is coming, fantastic. Um, at the same time, I do want to hear more about the actual mainline uh, Resident Evil 9, 10, wherever we're at these days as to what that is, if it's coming soon, if it's going to be next generation. What are we looking at from it? So these remakes are fantastic. I even have Resident Evil 2 Remake as some of my favorite game of 2019. But um, I do want to actually see what it looks like. I, I think the art, from what I've seen from it, Nemesis looks kind of uh, kind of goofy looking and maybe even a little different than the original models were looking like. But he does look fantastic still. So um, 3 is not my favorite, uh, as we've talked about before. But I do want to see it, and I look forward to playing it very much. Yeah, I'm not gonna play Resident Evil because it's gonna again. <laughs> you got nothing to add. Yeah, no, hmm. nothing to add this one. But you know, I mean, cool for Resident Evil fans. Um, I know, you know, like Resident Evil Two is on the top of a lot of people's list, Burton included this year. So it's it's great that you know they're doing this. But I mean, to Burt's point about you know getting to see the next iteration of Resident Evil, I think a lot more fans may you know would like to see that. And uh, yeah, I'd rather see that honestly. Yeah, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm just getting tired of the remakes. And the remasters, you know, just do something new, man. And and they did good with Resident Evil Seven. Like that was a nice reboot of the franchise, in my opinion. I love that game. So, all right. So speaking of State of Play, um, we've got all the dates and times for you, by the way, this week of when things are releasing. So State of Play is happening Tuesday, maybe as you're listening to this, um, really early in the morning uh, for us here in uh, America. So 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. British Standard Time. So the rumors right now that we know of are this, Resident Evil 3 Remake will show up there. Uh, the new Crash rumor we talked about last week, Crash Bandicoot Worlds, uh, is supposedly going to show up at State of Play. And then, uh, you know, it's been talked, of course, that Ghost of Tsushima may make an appearance, uh, the first appearance that we've seen in, what, a year and a half since last E3. <clears throat> last year's E3. So um, this is cool. Uh, they said about 20 minutes of uh, games and announcements, so this kind of will kick our week off uh, in a fun way with seeing some new stuff from Sony. Yeah, man. I mean, it, um, new Crash. Okay, I really want to see some new Ghosts because we really haven't seen anything. No, I want to see some gameplay. Yeah, I really do too. Um, see what it's like. Um, just something, you know. That, you know, they're still working on it at this point. Um, as far as anything else, I'd like to see uh, maybe a new like VR game that you know, mm. kind of in the vein of like a, a Blood and Truth. You know, because that's the kind of VR game I want. You know, while that game isn't quite like AAA. It's going towards that direction, you know, and I'd like to see something like that. I heard a few other people talking this week about Blood and Truth and how it was such a good and fun kind of story and yeah. should be where VR is kind of heading, I yes, think, to that exactly. point. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <clears throat> um, short of that, you know, just, you know, maybe maybe they'll throw in a little bit of The Last of Us 2 or, Oof. you know, you never know. Oof. Just a little bit. Just a little, just little, a little taste. A little taste. <laughs> and get us ready for next year. 
Yeah, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions, and this is a little preview for you guys, is to take the wet Whoa. blanket. Is, is to take the wet blanket off. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been trying to stay po- a lot more positive about stuff, even though Rumor Central kind of bugs the living crap out of me because you know everybody gets excited about these rumors, and then you come out and find that nothing of it was true in any way whatsoever. So, um, I don't know. I, I do want to stay positive about Sony. It's been kind of a rough year from a communication standpoint. You know, no E3, no massively ex- exclusives that are you know immediate game of the year for most people no or anything PSX. like that no psx um and to dan's point it vr has gone kind of dormant for a lot of people um from a communication standpoint you know they started coming out of the gate really strong in 2019 with vr and some fun games for vr and then it's just gone quiet no one's heard anything so yeah i'd like to see something more from vr it, for, for me it's turned into more of like a fun thing to do when friends are over i haven't really found myself pulling the vr out setting it up and then sitting there for extended amount of hours and just playing vr so I, I need something to pull me back into it. I loved Astrobot. Beat Saber is one of my favorite games, I think, from a social standpoint of all time. It's just that much fun to have people over and play it. Um, but, you know, I, I want to see something new. I want to see something cool. If it's just another cruise control um, state of play where it's just, hey, this is going on, you know, even repeating trailers that we've seen in the past few weeks, then it's just going to be kind of a yawn fest. You know, okay, cool. I'm expecting it to be somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes as usual. So at least it's quick and not multiple hours where we're kind of, you know, falling asleep watching it so um but yeah i'm looking forward to it i hope it's good it's uh you know christmas right around the corner they've got to have something fun to keep people interested throughout the rest of the year yep yeah i agree uh i'm looking forward to to seeing what they bring i don't know dan if you heard this rumor there's a rumor Bird's going to take off the wet blanket next year. <laughs> I hear <laughs> about that, but you know, they don't subscribe to the rumor mill. <laughs> no, no, rumor mill is you know, no good here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not great. <clears throat> so, you, know, yeah. you get disappointed and then things just go awry. I, so. I think it's a, right. ca- it's a cautious rumor. Cautious rumor, not really. <laughs> don't, don't, don't stick to it. Somewhat credible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, two of the biggest games from Platinum Games uh, are coming back. So this leaked this week too, and that Bayonetta, the original, and Vanquish remasters were leaked. This is a bundle collection that's going to be coming to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 apparently, even though it was leaked off of the Microsoft Store. The presumption is it's coming to PS4 as well. And uh, this is supposedly coming in mid-February of 2020, and they said that uh, in the Microsoft Store it did say that it'll run at 4K60 on the Xbox One X, which is cool. Uh, Just yesterday, as we're filming this, uh, the trailer leaked as well and could be found on YouTube for this. So, pretty interesting here. I actually, uh, for shame or for any other reason, I haven't played either of these games. Um, I think I touched Bayonetta for like a few minutes. Um, and I know people adore that game. Vanquish is also one of those games that seems to be um, kind of have a, a cult following, like a, a really mm-hmm. um, beloved following to for ugh, excuse me for some people. So uh, this is pretty good news. I will say we were talking about this, guys, and it looks like it's going to run about 13 gigs for both games. So what that tells us is this is not a full remaster like RE2, where they're doing new textures or anything like that. This is probably more of an up-res, up res uh, up. Up frame rate and uh, just kind of polished up a little bit. But you guys interested in this? Yeah, so I, I think where you're going on it is a, a remaster versus like remake um, from the yeah. games. And uh, so I've kind of played Bayonetta twice already um, after the original one. I'm not sure if I'm up for a third time to replay the game, but um, I am up for a second time of playing Vanquish. I really enjoyed Vanquish. Um, it is a lot of fun for people that never gave it a chance. This is your chance to give it a lot of, um, you know, just gameplay and stuff in there. It's just so good, uh, and it's fun. And the, it is very Japanese, I will say that. So you will get the very Japanese feel out of it. But it's something that I think everybody should play. And it, it's, you had me until that. No. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's yeah, get it, the it, Japanese feel. Oof. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, so think of the guy like in a little mech suit. You can run really fast. There's right. a sliding, the sliding mechanic where you slide. And by Sega, wasn't shooting. it? Um, I can't remember. I, I think it was published it. by thought... by Sega. I don't know was if it was developed by. Oh no, it's made by Platinum. I just yeah. said that. Yeah, God, it's, it's published. Kind of hard. There, uh, so a positive there, Dan, is um, there's multiple d- difficulty settings. So yeah, there is, and this is one of the games that actually changed quite a bit to, depending on difficulty. It wasn't just, you know, the enemies take more hits. Um, they become a lot more aggressive. It's a lot of fun. You upgrade your suit as you go. Um, the boss battles are super fun. So if you like those, I, I do think this is one of the games that I wish got a sequel um, and a legit sequel this generation, and it just never did. So hopefully people can check it out. It's a lot of fun. Well, released in uh, October 2010, so coming yeah. up on a decade. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've played both of these. I, I love Bayonetta. But um, I didn't give Vanquish, I think, a fair shot. Um, I think I'd be up for, you know, another playthrough. He's I mean, probably already bought it, so. That might be <laughs> true. I'm not confirming nor denying that rumor. Um, I, I think but, it is back compat, too, Dan. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I have both these games already. So, I mean, it'd be mm-hmm. nice if I could just, you know, pay five bucks and get my... <laughs> Extra, however many. Nah, it's not gonna happen. No, this is crazy. <laughs> but I'll buy it because I'm stupid. Um, and it, it's right there where it's. It, I can probably get both through both of those games, you know, before anything really major comes out, you know, around February 18th. Um, until then, we all read it on. Well, you know, it's February was uh, Doom. Is yeah, but that's 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 Doom? a game. I love Doom. Doom. Yeah. Could be wrong, but you can play through that pretty quick. Yeah, you know, yeah. single player anyway. Alright. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so not a whole lot in the news this week, um, <clears throat> but there are a ton of updates coming for major titles prior to the holidays, and this is probably kind of closing out development for these studios for the year and giving fans, you know, something to play into the new year, which is really cool. So just going to walk through some of these, give you the release dates and, and what's happening with them before we get to the other stuff. So if you're a big fan of GTA Online, we know uh, you guys are out there because the game is just ridiculous and how many people play it. <clears throat> the biggest heist they've ever done is coming on December 13th called the Diamond Casino Heist. And uh, this is supposedly, you know, one of the biggest co-op adventures that you'll be able to play with your friends in GTA Online. Then for Red Dead Online, which I'm sure we'll talk more about here a little later, uh, the Moonshiners expansion is coming December 12th. It's so actually okay. the same day. Oh, the 13th as well? It's the 12th on the damn uh, announcement thing. But, okay, no worries. That one says 13th. Okay, so it's coming on the 12th at midnight to the 13th. Lots of Rockstar days. <laughs> That's the day before my birthday. Nice. The Friday. <clears throat> and That's what I'll be doing. There you go. And so this is uh, adding another class to RD, uh, Red Dead Online. So, you know, you have the Bounty Hunter, the Trader, the Collector, and now you have the Moonshiner. FYI, if you do play the game, uh, it says you had to be trader level 5 to yes. start this whole adventure into Moonshining. Mm-hmm. And then Gears 5, big update, the biggest one yet, Operation 2 is coming, which is going to add maps, characters, a free-for-all mode, uh, 2v2 mode, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, that's coming December 11th currently, according to the Coalition. And then Battlefield 5, so the war in the Pacific we've talked about before. Um, they've kind of got that going right now in Wake Island, one of the most uh, kind of well-known, well-respected maps in Battlefield history. is coming back next week on the 12th as well. So just in a span of three days, you're getting four uh, updates from major titles. And then uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. But the following week, Borderlands 3 gets its first expansion as well, just before the holidays. So a lot of good stuff to play for, you know, ongoing games, which we talk about frequently. And uh, anything out of this, guys, that you're looking forward to? You see, this is the best thing because, you know, not only are, are these things are all free, right? They're all coming with... Um, uh, Gears is, Battlefield is... Um, that's, yes. I mean, if you have online, it just comes, yeah, it comes with it. Yeah, Red Dead. Well, if you want to be the Moonshiner, you may have to do the You may have to buy the... Yeah, if the you missions. have enough gold. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much free. Yes. In a time that we don't have a lot of games coming out. So, this is perfect. a perfect time to come in and revisit those games... I've been on Red Dead Online for pretty much two weeks solid now. And you goddamn got yeah. me into it. <laughs> now he's stuck into it. We're trying to get Bird into it. If we can get the <laughs> uh, wet poncho off of him. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm all about the Moonshiners. Yeah. Um, I'm all about uh, changing my character to look like Tickle from the TV show. You know, some of you guys will get that. Maybe not. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, some pretty bad teeth. Other than that, um, <laughs> look it up. Google it. You won't be disappointed. Um, I'll be selling my moonshine. Uh, I'm going to call it the signs because it'll get you messed up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, come join us, man, because that's all I'm going to be doing. I think for the next month, I have nothing else planned. Yeah. Anyone out there playing Red Dead Online? We got a posse. Welcome to come. (laughs) Posse. Actually, we don't create chaos. We're actually very friendly in our posse, but we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, Bert, Red Dead Online, huh? <laughs> if if you guys get me into that and I start neglecting other games, I'll never talk to y'all again. So. Then you don't need other games. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this is true. It's so much I need to play right now. But yes, I, I will give it a try. So, yep. Don't do it. Don't do it's it. It's probably a humongous mistake. 
Uh, anything else in here you're interested in, Bert? Or you, uh, you, no, I mean... Trying, um, I know you said you're trying to catch up on other games. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up on single-player games. Uh, one of the good things about this stuff is that it is for multiplayer stuff. So if we give this stuff a try on multiplayer, I am up for giving it a try. Um, so I, I'm excited for it. Um, and this is one of the things... So I, it's funny, I was trying to get into Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, DLC, which is single-player stuff. Launched it, and I was like, what the hell is going on with these menus? How do you play this game? I don't know how to do anything. Um, which is tough for me because there's so much DLC that I wanted to do. So when it comes to multiplayer DLC, which is stuff that you can easily just jump into and it's a new map or new weapons or you know new missions and stuff, that's fantastic. But when you have to play a game that you haven't played like in nine months or something and you spent so much time playing, it's a little hard for me to jump into. So if this is easy to get into, uh, I will give it a try. It's good to see this stuff happening in the holidays where we have a little bit more time off than we do during the normal time of the year. So cool to see. That's what scares me of Red Dead. I'm going to have more time to play. Exactly. I get sucked in. But speaking of what Bert was talking about, it took, I was all kinds of a mess when I first started playing Red Dead again. Oh, yeah. The menus and stuff take a while to get so back bad. used to. Yep. <clears throat> Shot my horse the other day. It's awesome. Yep. All right, guys. So we've got, uh, before we get to Game Awards, we've got one thing that was discussed this week. It's just a rumor. Uh, I figured we'd just touch on it. Uh, as usual, you've got the, the people on both sides making a bigger deal out of this, and I think it probably is. But uh, <clears throat> rumor came out that on PS5 that it's not going to be fully forwards compatible, meaning that for um, first-party titles, that Sony's going to be really focusing on their titles being on the PS5 only, meaning they're, if they release something you know, at the launch of PS5, it's not going to be also playable on the PS4, contrary to what Xbox is doing where you know they've already confirmed, like Halo Infinite, for instance, you'll be able to play it on the Xbox One as well as Scarlet and Lockhart and everything else. So... Um, for me personally, guys, you know, I think this is a, mi if it's true, is a minor issue, but I think for the hardcore people like us, the people that listen to this show, the adopt early adopters, we're all going to be buying PS5s anyway. Um, so, I don't know, this doesn't make, doesn't um, matter a lot to me personally, but uh, I don't know if I'm thinking too shallow about that. I don't know if there's some people out there who are like, hey, I'm not going to be able to afford this $500 PS5, but I want to play x game sure. um i don't know but i don't know i think this may be blowing things out of proportion already as expected yeah um totally agree with you um there's obviously <laughs> a backwards compatibility that's really what i want to look for i want my library to come with me no they, they've yeah. confirmed that yeah. um but exactly. they've only said to date ps4 that i don't that's think fine. they're going to do prior gens on ps5 but we'll see because of PS Now, you have that right. option too. I was late to that party anyway, so I'm, I'm glad, you know, I'm, anything that I have on the PS4 now, I can, I'll be able to play on PS5, and that's what's more, most important. Um, I understand, you know, why people could possibly be upset, but I also know what Twitter is like, so I'm <laughs> super glad I wasn't there for it. Um, there, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy to me that people get so upset about these kind of minor issues. And, and they're not, right? It's right. that fake outrage. Oh, yeah. But that brings in the clicks. Um, and that's, that's what it is. It's all <coughs> this about is that. why we didn't report on it. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> we're talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it now. But. No, but anyway, so, so you know, I think this is a lot, if that is true, it probably comes down to the fact that in just the OS that, you know, they've struggled with this gen, you know, and bringing... PS3 games, even the PS4 to a certain extent. It, Microsoft is going to use the same Windows-based system, and it's just going to... Much, well, they have greater resources, and right. it's much easier from well, the way sure. they build it, yeah. Right, just from a software standpoint. <laughs> so, you know, that's the only thing that I can see causing this, if it happens, and if it does, I mean, no big deal to me. So, cool beans, man. <laughs> yeah, so... I am beyond confused on this uh, complaint or you know fanboy outrage because I can't think of any other generation where the first party big games that people were looking for on the new console <laughs> were playable on the previous console right at the same time that they launched. I've seen it the other way where you know you have a game that was designed for let's say PlayStation 3 and then it came out with you know nicer textures running smoother on PlayStation 4, but I've never seen like it'd be kind of weird to like say like Exactly, yeah, there's tons of them, and I think this past generation was one that was notorious for a simple crappy remaster that just had a slightly better texture We're going to see it again, I promise you. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah. but I've never seen the opposite be, become an issue in previous generations. Like, if you think of the 360 versus the Xbox, I, I never saw, you know, Halo 4 or, you know, like that. How come I can't play that on my Xbox? I've never seen that become an issue. Um, but, you know, I guess there's a reason to be upset about everything these days, which is super annoying to me. 
Um, and I don't really have much else to say about it than, you know, shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's I, super it, weird. I, you're right. It's definitely never been a thing before. And I think the only reason it's a thing now is because consoles have become more like PCs where you think oh, it's sure. more yeah. just a, you know, you've got the more powerful version, but you could still at least play the game in some form. But, uh, yeah, yeah, to your point, I mean, this is not an expectation we've ever had. So, I don't know. I, I can't even it's imagine being like at a... Twitter. That's yeah, funny. well, no. I, the only thing I was going to say, I was going to... I can't imagine being a developer and being told from, you know, the company that you're developing for, saying, we're working our ass off for, you know, Last of Us 2. I need you guys to be able to make this a little crappier so it runs on a PlayStation 3. I mean, that's just the weirdest thing I've ever even heard of. But... You know, it is what it is. I know that the PC architecture is a bit different to where you can simply just, you know, change scaling a lot easier. But it's it's a weird way to think about it. And I don't know why people are making a thing of this. But I guess, like I said, people are going to make something out of nothing. Whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I see the counter there. There's, I, I agree. It's weird. I agree with, with, with you. And then I see the counter, too. It's like they're already doing this. If you're, you know, if Ubisoft's making Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, which is supposedly coming next year, right? They're going to make that for low-level PCs, X1, PS4. Then they're going to make it for Scarlet and PS5. And then they're going to make it for literally your top, 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 top end PC, $5,000 rig, um, where it's just different texture sizes and different what have you. So but that's, I'm not... Yeah, but that, that, I was going to say that's a third party that develops intentionally for multiple platforms versus a first party yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. that's developing for... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so it's, I don't yeah, know. To, it's to a, Dan's point, Microsoft has a lot more resources there in that vein than Sony does or Nintendo does. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. <clears throat> but at least I don't think it matters. Not to me. No, nope, not to me either. So we're going to move on. <laughs> the more you know. <clears throat> All right. Game Awards coming this week. So the Game Awards are December 12th, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and sorry for our friends over there in the UK if you want to watch this, but 1.30 a.m. on the 13th. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if you want to watch this live. Yeah, it's pretty bad for those That's guys. That 1.30 in the morning? 1.30 in the morning on the over, you know, overnight, the 13th. Yeah, because they, they do these live from Microsoft Theater in California. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And so, you know, I guess that they're not going to do it live at 10 a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even so, 5.30 in the afternoon is weird. But it, well, probably because they want the Eastern yeah. time to be able to stay up. It's it's almost like football games. I feel bad for the Jeff Keighley fans in the UK. Sorry, guys. You're going to have to I stay up I don't feel bad for him if you're a Jeff Keighley fan. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. So <clears throat> what we did here is we took almost all the categories. We took all the categories except for the eSports ones. Uh, in, I think there's an influencer one yeah. and the strategy game one because almost all of them are deep PC games that the three of us just don't play and so we didn't really want to comment or make a prediction on them. But all the other categories, yeah. the three of us went through and we made a selection on what we think is going to win. Not what we want to win, but what we think is going to win. And we're going to revisit this next week to see who, uh, who made the most correct selections. So we've already made our selections. That way this doesn't take uh, an extreme amount of time because we already talked through these a little bit last week but i'm just gonna um read through these quickly so for action game you dan you're saying apex legends is gonna win i'm saying gears 5 is gonna win bert's saying devil may cry cry 5 is going to win mm -hmm. um if you guys want to make any comments here that'd be my second choice would be by devil may cry devil may cry yeah okay yeah and the only thing I'm going to say is this is who we think is going to win, not who we want right. to win. So um, I just said that twice. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying I just want to reiterate. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> some of the stuff that I will be voting for is stuff that I don't care as much for. So I just want me to too. reiterate that. So yep. Yeah, me too. In fact, this right. next category perfect sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> so action adventure. You got uh, me and Dan both think Death Stranding is going to win. And Bert thinks Resident Evil 2 is going to win. Yep, 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 yep. Hmm. All right, so art direction. Um, all three of us think that, is it Greece or Gris? It's Greece. Greece, okay. All three of us think Greece. that Greece is going to win for its unique art style. Greece, lightning, so we'll Greece, Greece, lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, audio design. So Bert and I both think Modern Warfare is going to win. That's Dan awesome is putting a check mark against Death Stranding. Yep. All right. <laughs> Audio design Family is so game. damn good in Modern Warfare. It, 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 if it doesn't win, it's, there's something up. 
Yeah, and, and I know we'll get to it, right? But audio design's different from soundtrack. Right. So yep. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, family game. All Nintendo categories because this is bullshit. But all three of us think that Smash Brothers is going to win. I honestly, looking at this, don't even see how it can't win this category. If it doesn't, I'll be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe <laughs> Super Mario Maker 2, maybe yeah, there's a slight be, chance. The but the other ones, yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, that would be, we'll see. Fighting game. <clears throat> so again, all three of us think that Smash Brothers is going to win. I really want to select Mortal Kombat here because mm -hmm. it's a fantastic game. I just, I don't see how Smash loses this. Nope. Thinking maybe maybe Samurai Showdown might come in the last minute, but you know, the Stadia version only. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So fresh indie game apparently, and I'm not making this up. Presented by Subway. Really? Mm -hmm. I swear. That's why it's called the fresh indie game. I'm not joking. <clears throat> and this is a category specifically, not in all indie games, but the developer's very first game. Mm -hmm. So uh, Dan and Bert think that Disco Elysium is going to win. Yeah. I'm going with Outer Wilds, and the only reason I didn't pick Disco Elysium is because I don't think the audience for it has been big enough because it's PC only, hmm. um, but we'll see. So, and here's my thought process on that one. Disco Elysium is getting a ton of press right now, and I think yep. that some of the PC guys might say, we need to vote for this game, and they're going to vote for it. That's <clears> the only <throat> reason I said it on that one. But yeah, no. I'm... Yeah. yeah, and apparently, so there's 90% of the way it works, because I heard this on a podcast the other day, 90% of the waiting for who wins is done by these outlets you spoke about, which yep. is like 80 combined outlets, major outlets. Yep. Um, Season Game is not one of them. Uh, I've got my complaint into Keeley. I expect to hear back from him any day now. Yes. Um, <clears throat> 2020. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then 10% is the fan vote. So um, you guys may be on track because Disco Elysium is rated really, really high by a lot mm -hmm. of outlets. So I probably made a mistake here. So we're going to forget this one exists. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Delete. Game direction. It pains me to say it, but I think uh, I agree with Dan and Bert and the three of us. Uh, Death Stranding will probably win this one. The only other one I was thinking is Control, and you guys know better than me because you've mm -hmm. played and beaten it. You think Control could make a make a case for this one? I I, I think Control is up think there so. um, uh, as far it, as yeah, people talking about it. Yeah. Okay, I guess we'll see. <clears throat> Game for Impact. This is an interesting category. Um, Dan and Bert think Greece is going to win this one. And I just chose Life is Strange 2 because I don't really have a really good reason. I just know that those games, a lot of people really enjoy those games and uh, speak to how they've impacted them. So that's why I went with it. But we'll see. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> indie game. So this is not the developer's first game, but this is the best indie game of the year. Bert and Dan think Disco Elysium is going to win. Um, rightfully so, as we talked about previously i chose untitled goose game I hope you're right. <laughs> just because that game made a huge splash oh. and it's on all platforms too or right. coming to all platforms katana zero i think is super underrated and i think it's going to go you know it's going to pass a lot of people out this year it's a really good game that if you have a switch and 10 bucks or whatever it is pick it up man because it's super good <laughs> Katana Zero. Okay, what you want to give a it's, super it's, super brief? Yeah, it's, it's just basically it's <clears throat> so it's like a little side-scrolling uh, platformer. Um, but if you die, um, it kind of rewinds the whole level, okay. so you start over, and you have to keep doing it until you get to that point of, you know, where you pass it. So it's it's almost you know it's kind of like the sounds old school. Yeah, it's it's kind of got that rogue like kind of play but it's okay. it's really really cool and it's kind of it got some old school graphics and a kind of a neat little story too so. okay cool all right multiplayer game so uh dan and i think that apex legends is going to win here bert is on the modern warfare train i could mm -hmm. see that uh going either way honestly i yep. think just apex land it was such a had such a big impact on the industry this year that's why i picked that one i can see Tetris <clears throat> really pulling out something stupid here <laughs> and winning this the uh I hope not. I and I, I like really it. Do too. But I hope no. not. No. Don't do it. Oh, here's a good one. We picked three different ones out here. So narrative. Um, <clears throat> I picked Outer Worlds, and that's could be a little biased that I pick. Uh, Disco Elysium. Dad is going with. You've picked Disco for a lot of things. Because I I, I played uh, about six seven hours of it, and I totally get it. 
right now. We're, you know, I mean, I can't give you like a full <clears throat> review or opinion of it, yeah. but I understand why people are praising it like they are. Okay. Just from that short of time. Cool. And Bert is going with Death Stranding on narrative. I'm kind of yeah. sad that none of us chose Plague Tale after as much as we've talked no. about it. And then, now, I would like that to win. That would be probably yep. my choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's the thing with me in a, in a Plague Tale. So a Plague Tale to me is a fantastic game, and I think it should be nominated for a whole bunch of stuff. Now, do I think it's the game of the year? No, um, in almost no, all I categories. But I, I think it's a fantastic game that people need to play that, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are going to miss uh, this generation. Um, control, yeah. my problem with Control is that I thought the story was an utter mess. <laughs> I, I love the gameplay. I love what you do and as you evolve as a character, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of the story. The story is kind I, of all over the place. So, so it's funny you say that because I saw, uh, there's a long thread, I don't know if it was Reddit or somewhere I saw earlier, but a lot of people were saying that Quantum Break's story was way better than Control's. Mm, it's a lot yeah, more straightforward. Um, Control okay, is like yeah. another deep thinking game, but... Um, it's a game that only a deep thinker would understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an artistic know. masterpiece that some people won't get. Yeah. <clears throat> We're talking about control, right? Yeah. All right. Um, so, <laughs> plague tail. So that's a plague tail. Yeah. Plague tail. Oh, rats. All right. Uh, God, you, need, you, need, you, need, you need to stop. <laughs> All right. Best ongoing game. Um, Bert, you don't have a letter here, so uh, I picked Destiny 2 because I think that for the Destiny community, the whole Shadowkeep thing, and I know that people really enjoyed it. It got rated highly, um, so I could see that winning. Dan picked the what I would call the obvious pick here, yes. which is Fortnite yeah. because it just continues to, to chug along, and they do a great job at keeping that game relevant. Bert, Since you got I, one here? So, I mean, I... I, I since I didn't vote, I'm going to penalize myself on this one. I'm going to throw Apex in there, um, but I think Fortnite's going to win, so I'm okay. going to throw Wild Card in there. I, you know, I can see any of the top four there winning, like Apex, Destiny, Final Fantasy fourteen as well. I can see them that one winning. I, it, you know, I don't know about Siege. Siege just kind of it's like that one that just keeps kind of just chugging along, yeah, and just stays. You know, it doesn't I mean, not stay the same, but just stays relevant and does a really good job. It's got a it's huge community. Huge community. You know. <clears throat> yep. They do a really mm -hmm. good job. Next is performance. So this is uh, voice acting. Um, so you've got uh, some interesting people here. Um, Dan is going with Ashley Birch, who played Pavardi in Outer Worlds. I think that's a fantastic choice. Um, I'm going with Laura Bailey, very well known voice actress in video games, who played Kate. This year, I think this is one of the categories Gears actually wins. And then Bert is going with Mads Mikkelsen uh, as Cliff yeah. from Death Stranding. And he's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, one so for me. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, go ahead, you. Nope. Go ahead. God damn it. <laughs> Somebody right. speak. All right, I'll go real quick. Um, I, I chose this one based purely on... <clears throat> Like how I actually enjoy it. Like my this. Oh no, I, I think because she could win. I, yeah. Everybody loved Pavardi. Uh, yeah, I think everybody loved her. I think she was probably my favorite out of this list. Um, but you know, I, I I really really think she could win. But I think it would probably be between her and probably Laura Bailey for me, as far as like a performance goes. I think Kate's was more impactful, or Laura, whatever you oh, want yeah, to call it, sure. than Pavardi's. That's the it's only much more emotional. Than yeah. Go ahead, Bear. So, so for me, um, I think it's going to be between Laura and Mads solely because of what went into it. I mean, it was true acting experiences. Everything in Death Stranding was acted out on a stage. Um, there was no, you know, computer enhancements or anything that was done to faces or anything between both Laura and Mads. So, I mean, they had the complete face capture. They had, you know, the, as people see the dots and the camera in front of them. All the movements were actually done by these characters. And if you've played Death Stranding, a cliff goes through some pretty tragic stuff. And as the story takes place Madge just absolutely kills it for me whereas Laura in my opinion does quite a bit of that stuff as well but not as impactful it didn't impact me as much as it did with Mads so um, both of them amazing performances but in my in my opinion Mads kills it in this one and I've played the other games as well the the one that for me that shouldn't be on here is actually Norman Reedus as Sam he was as stale I, as could so be. I was gonna ask you guys um, because yeah. I was listening to I think it was beyond you know IGN's PlayStation podcast and they have four people on there. I think two of them didn't like Death Stranding. Two of them did. But they were talking about this. And even the guys who did like Death Stranding said Norman Reedus has no business no. being on this list. Not at all. No. I mean, he's nope. a very stale character. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, the, the part of the narrative that 
is Death Stranding that is amazing to me has nothing to do with, um, I guess, Sam in, in general. I mean, he's an important... I, I think he's the... This is going to sound stupid, but the pencil that drives the, the written story. <laughs> there it is. But, but he, doesn't, he doesn't do any really acting in there, and he's very stale. But that is his character, so I get that he's doing that. But Norman Reedus in general is not known for his no, acting abilities. So, well, that, um, that's why when they first showed this game and they showed him, I'm like, really? Like, you're, yeah. you're promoting this through Norman Reedus? Yeah. I think it's it, I think he suffered in that game from just poor character development, which is yeah. and I said that in my review. You know, as far as like and the rest of the supporting cast was amazing. Um, yep. For what was her name that played Mama in that in that? Oh, Margaret Qualley. Margaret. Yeah. Qualley. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, yep. she did. I mean, and she doesn't have a very big part. You know, it's it's yeah. it's quality, not quantity, to me. And yep. as I mean, I'm not saying I don't like Norman Reedus, but you know. He's kind of just like the, like he said. He's the pencil that kind of just <laughs> gets it going, you know. He, he's like yeah. the vessel for the for the game for the story. Exactly. But he, there's not a whole lot of you know development with him until very very late in the game, and then at that point you're kind of like already invested in other other things. So what yeah. I'm hearing is the main protagonist in your game is poorly written and developed. Well, solid. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's, the game is a sum of its parts. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, it's, he's a very tortured it's, it's, character it, and everything, yes, but he's not—he's sure. not—he's not the main point of the game in general. And, that, so. and that's part of it too, right? Because so so he's he's very quiet during most of the game because of you know his things that are going on. So I guess there is that growth, you know. But it's just it's just so like it happens so fast, you know. It's just like oh, this is really weird. Mads again, I don't know. I mean, I, I liked him too. Let me let me talk to you one one second about Matthew Porretta. I had to look him up, and I played Control. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> yeah. So this is the guy that's in like the cutscene videos that you see around the the, the building, and uh, he just kind of gives you like tutorials or like tutorials, just like, hey, this is what we're doing in this lab. And exactly. Like, oh, that guy. Yeah. There Why is he be, on there? There had to be better people than you could have put on here. I would have went with um, whoever did Amicia. Oh yeah, I mean for she sure. was amazing. Even even mm -hmm. even uh, Hugo to a, I would have taken those over the last two in a second. Uh, Max in Outer Worlds was awesome too. Yeah, uh, the vicar, but very good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right, we touched on that one a lot. So cool. <laughs> um, I was about. I had more to say, but I, let, let's go ahead. On. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say it really that quick. Uh, Court Courtney Hope as another one that was extremely stale to the point that I actually lost interest in the main character of Control. I was more excited about the powers that you gain as her, but never any point in Control while I was playing it did I say, Jesse is just this awesome character. Um, never at, at yes. any point in the game. So that, it, very similar to Norman Reedus and Sam. You know, more power to them. They did a great job, but there's nothing special about them or their performances. What right. about, and I forget her name, uh, and it won't be on this list because it missed, but in Jedi, um, what about the, um, the woman Jedi that you... Uh, on the ship, you know, uh, that kind of leads good. you through the oh, yeah. I, I, I would put her above both Norman and um, Courtney Hope, but you know, that's I what I mean. It seems like they could have. Well, Jedi's not didn't make the cut, but I mean, it seems yeah. like they could have picked some other people. Yeah, she was in the game. <laughs> she was actually in well, Dawn too. I think she another one that I would put in there is going to be. Um, uh, Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. I mean, she was fantastic in the Resident Evil 2 remake. So she does a lot of acting. And once again, it's all done with face and everything like that. However, the movement and the narrative is not the same. But I thought she did a great job. Mm. So. Nice. A lot of strong feelings and performance. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no worries. No That's fantastic. It's mm -hmm. good. All right. Um, Bert, I don't see your initial here either. But best RPG of the year. So we've got Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts Three, Monster World, Iceborne, Outer Worlds. All three of us going without a world. I love it. I hope yeah, it wins. I do too. Um, if Kingdom Hearts 3 wins, I'm going to burn the motherfucker down. Speak the language. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I hope Outer Worlds wins. This is both a think and hope choice here. I think yeah. me too. Um, Massive fan following on that one. Kind of doing it. Um, and Iceborne seems more like a, like a, a really, really big DLC. Um, yeah, it's an expansion. That's kind of yeah. weird. But... Um, it's one of those things where I think Outer Worlds may have reached a bigger audience. So, you know, I'm just going to go with that based on that. But I know it's only 10% again, but, you know, it's still... That's what I did with the Disco Elysium stuff, yeah. though. Like, I've heard how great it is, but it just it hasn't hit everyone yet. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Score and music. So, um, Dan is going with Sayonara Wild Hearts. 
Bert and I are going with Death Stranding, and the only reason I'm going with Death Stranding is because you guys talked me into it last week. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just taking a stab at it here. It, 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 I, I think either one of these can win. And we, we talked about this kind of before the, mm-hmm. the podcast. You know, I'm a big fan of those uh, interjecting music at critical points yeah. in the game that you know give the that that scene or that moment more realism and more more meaning and more impact. So Death Stranding does that a lot. So Red Dead should win. Red Dead, when they, <laughs> I can't remember the song, I wish I did, when you when you escape the prison, spoilers, I don't care, it's been out for a year, and you know, you're know you riding back to uh, uh, Saint Denis or whatever, and there was a song that played, and it was amazing, and it was, just, it was like one of those moments in the games where you're like, perfect, it's a perfect use of just, you know, timing with the perfect music for it, you know, and never heard of it. Death Straining kind of does that, for me it did, Several different Unshaken. times. Unshaken, yep. Sharpening nuts. Yep. And so it does that, for me it did, anyway, for like several different points of the game. And it, it, it was weird because it doesn't do it like where it like kind of hits you over the head like Red Dead did. It kind of, it's very, very subtle. Okay. And I, I really enjoyed that kind of time. Now, the only reason I went with Sign Our Wild Hearts, because that's the basis of that game, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's that's, that's the big part of, you know, a huge part of the game. And while I didn't really dig the music so much... I think they did a really, really good job with okay. it and how they implemented it. Cool. Yeah. All right. I, uh, sports and racing game, and I, I probably threw this one away. Um, but both Dan and Bert chose FIFA 20, which is probably the obvious choice because it's like the biggest game in the world. Obvious. Um, and, you know, I was kind of there, and then I was like, well, I'm going to go on ratings. And I know Dirt Rally 2.0 got rated really highly by a lot of places, so I just threw it towards Dirt Rally. But we'll see what happens here. Yeah, one, th- one thing I'll say that, you know, Crash Team Racing doesn't belong in this category at all. Um, I, I think the show <laughs> the show 19 should have been on here because um, yep. I'm playing that yep. now, and it's fantastic. But I think there's just too many voters that are going to be going for FIFA around <laughs> the world. So that's a that's yeah. just... That 10% is going to overload it yeah. for FIFA. <laughs> um, virtual reality or um, AR game. <clears throat> um, Dan and Bert are both going with Beat Saber, which is, uh, I think, probably a really good choice here, uh, given especially that it's on multiple platforms, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying No Man's Sky. I think uh, everything we heard about the, the virtual reality addition to No Man's Sky has been fantastic. I sadly haven't gotten to it. I want to. Um, but anyway, that's where I'm throwing my vote in. I played a little bit of it, and it's really, really well implemented. I think Meat Saber kind of came out of nowhere, you know, in a in a market that was kind of void of those, you know, music games, you know, where you, like, get with that guitar hero or rock band left. Yeah. It kind of came in and was just like, hey, check this stuff out. The only thing that confused like, me here, and you guys can correct me, I'm going to look it up. I thought Beat Saber came out last year. Maybe it did. No idea. Um, Maybe it was I, beta or something. I don't know, because I think I, I did. Rated. It came out in May of 2018. It's really strange. Yeah. I wonder so, what the catch is there. I don't know. That was in Oculus, what? right? So maybe it came out on PS VR this year. Maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird one to have. Yeah. I'm, I'm also a big fan of, like I said, Blood and Truth, too. Uh, I think, you know, there's, like we said, there's a lot of potential with that game. And that, that kind of <clears throat> doing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Asgard's Wrath, um, that podcast I was listening to was talking about that. They said it's, it's an Oculus exclusive because mm-hmm. um, it's developed by their development team, but it's supposed to be fantastic. So, never heard of it until this. All right, guys, the big one. Game of the year. So you guys are both going for Death Stranding, huh? You think it's going to take it? Even though... So the only reason I didn't pick it is because what we talked about. 90% of this vote is outlets, and it's not rated that high. Um, Like, IGN gave it a 6 point something. Polygon gave it a 7. Game Informer gave it a 7. If Um, you go and look at the 80 that actually did it, though, somebody actually went back and did... The you know went back and looked at what those outlets that are voting for yeah. it's a lot higher than what the actual Metacritic is not a, a lot higher but it's a little bit higher and I think you know there's a lot of things going into that pick so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you it's, know it's, it's it's not that you know if it does win people are gonna people riot. are gonna probably go crazy yeah, I pissed. think it's going to win I think it's deserving for sure you know and not saying that the rest of the games are bad because um, I could see Outer Worlds again <clears throat> would probably be up there too. Control two maybe not quite there. Um, and we talked about it last week about you know Plague Tale and yeah um, Jedi, which Jedi, Jedi didn't make the cut, which is super weird to me. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think Death Stranding will probably pull this off. But your pick of Resident Evil Two will probably be my second. The only reason I picked it is because if, again, if you look at the ratings, RE Two is one of the highest right. this year, um, for better or for worse. No matter what you think about remakes, um, mm. so I don't know. Yeah, That's well, the, the weird thing about that too is like Devil May Cry Five is like one of the highest in ratings too, and it wasn't even That's nominated. That's true too. So yep. um, I don't know. The, the, the weird thing, I, if you were to take out those bomb reviews, because there's no way some of those games are loaded uh, are rated as low. Ugh, let me start that sentence over. There is no way that the reviewers that rated the game as low as it is should be, even be legitimized at this point. Those were bomb what, reviews. What game? So uh, Death Stranding. I think for any yeah. game. Yeah, but yeah. it's the reverse too. There's a whole. If you look at it, there's like ten PS only sites that gave it tens. Oh yeah. So it's like it wouldn't True. even be as high as it was without those. Yeah, to an extent, but I, I do think the game is deserving of a 9.5 to a 9.0 or a 10. When you but drop that, it all the way down you, to a 3. Right. right, right. but when you drop it to a 3, there's no way that you can look at this game and say that it's a 3 in any way whatsoever. I do see legitimate 9s and 10s somewhere. Um, but no, I, I, I do see the opposite effect. I do think that the game should sit somewhere in the mid to high 80s as an overall. But I think that those 2s, 3s, 4s have bombed the review so low that the Metacritic is affected by it. So, well, I don't know. just came out this... Oh, yesterday or the day player before? reviews. Oh, player reviews. Yeah. yeah, they took down the. Well, they took down a bunch of them. They do and, that all the time. Though. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen it on Steam. I've never seen it on Metacritic. No, they do that all the time. It's just a big deal because it's Death Stranding. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Well. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, so this just don't all even allow it. <laughs> like nobody cares about people's opinions. Maybe they do. I don't it's, a way, it's a way to get hits on the site. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Bert. Go ahead. No, no, that, that was it. I mean, um, uh, another game that I've been seeing, um, so I've on just on YouTube, just in general, a lot of the outlets are starting to release their game of the year, um, actual wins or whatever. I've seen Sekiro gaining some steam too, which is kind yeah, of interesting. It's, it's rated really um, high. Yeah. Um, I, I but, gave it. I reviewed that for us. I gave it an eight. Um, I was not as impressed with it as games like Bloodborne or Souls right. Three. I think it took a step backwards. Um, but the thing that the thing that's funny that I'm seeing in the reviews is people are saying it's like a complete rehash and it's a it's a refresh to the series. And to your point in your review, you said there's not a lot new; it's just been renamed, but it's just the same stuff. So, yeah. I I don't the, know. The, the combat was noteworthy, um, yeah. challenging for sure, but the combat was noteworthy. But I mean, other than that, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the I'm the wet poncho on this one. Yeah. <laughs> wet poncho, <laughs> <laughs> or wet whatever uh, the the Japanese reference would be. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So anyway, um, that is our picks. We're gonna. I'll tally those up, and then we'll revisit it at the start of next week. Big cash just for a laugh, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see who uh, who won, or who was most accurate. Why don't we just do the the normal ten dollars to your you know uh, extra lecture? Uh, well, I'm know. certainly down. I'm at like eight hundred forty dollars. I'm trying to hit a thousand by year end. So. Yeah, if I if I'm not number one, I'll throw you ten bucks. Cool. There you go. And if I'm if I lose, I'll throw myself ten bucks. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Bert, are you in for ten bucks? Do it. Hell no. no I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the so the second and third place both pay, or just yes. a loser? Second and third place. Second and third. Oh, so I got twenty bucks extra life. Sweet. Yeah. No matter what. Regardless. All right. Cool. Alright guys, so like I said, we'll revisit that next week, and uh, that's really it, all we had for this week, other than, of course, we got to move to our favorite thing to talk about, Nate and that game, and Bert mm. has said that he is ready to kill us this week, so Dan and I are a little nervous, but we'll see, yeah. how, uh, we'll no. see how it goes. You, you go ahead and go first this week, because I went first, uh, I don't know when, last week or the week before. Yeah, I'm not going to be as ridiculous as you guys have gotten recently, so I'll be, um, I, I think you should know this Dude, one. you got mine on question four last week. No, yeah. but the one before that was like you know, some game no one ever even heard of. Doritos Crash Course? I can't help it that you didn't play a free game, which surprises the hell out of me because I know how damn cheap you are. <laughs> you think you had that damn game on 15 different consoles? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Hmm. All right, bring it on, Medios. Okay, here we go. This game released on the PlayStation 2 in Japan in 2002 and in North America in 2003. Alright. That's how we started off, huh? Mm-hmm. Alright. 2002. Uh, two, Final Fantasy VIII. No. Negative. Wrong. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Onimusha 2. Negative. Great game, though. Great game. Hilarious. Great game. <laughs> yeah, I love the Onimushas. I hope they bring that back, right? That was the... Well, they have a fancy remaster, if you want. Okay, the next clue in this awesome name that game. There is four <laughs> games. Four games in the series. It's dead. The game you are naming is the fourth in the series. However, it is part three in the name. So there is a clue. It's part three. But there is four games in the series. So there's probably like a zero or like a prequel. Or No. What I'm worried about here is I think Ains might know about the history of this game and might guess it sooner than later. Uh, I got nothing right now. Um, uh, I probably uh, do, but... Do it, man. And, I'll, and I'm, no, I'm going to no, repeat I mean, that I clue. I probably gonna, know it once he says it, but... it's. Gonna I'm going to repeat that clue just because it might have been a little confusing. <clears throat> so the game you're guessing is the third in the series uh, as far as the name goes, but is actually fourth as far as releases go. Two. Okay, I got a question. Yes. Was this uh, game ex or series exclusive to the or game exclusive to the PS2, or did it land on other platforms? Um, the actual game you're guessing was exclusive to the PlayStation. Okay. The series itself has found itself around PC and PlayStation, and I think even like other stuff like that. But the game you're guessing was only on PlayStation Two. Oh boy. Okay. Um, let's go with uh, Gauntlet Dark Legacy. <laughs> ne <choice>. Negative. <laughs> Negative. Three. Dan? All right. Uh, I think it's a Japanese game. But it's also an American game. <laughs> That's a good thing. Is it a... It's my question. Is it an RPG? No, it is not. Crap. Like a wasted a question. Uh, three. Ghouls and Ghosts three. No. Mm, no I do have a not. guess, but I. Yeah, I do have okay. a guess. Go for it. Good. Oh, well, you're well, next. Well, yeah, we got we got yeah. third question. And then oh, third, third question, question on the way. Third hit. Okay. In this game, or I should say, in the franchise, the previous titles were point and click. This game, you actually have direct control of the character. Nope, my guess sucks. <laughs> uh, point and click. Yeah, kind of like your mists and stuff like that. Those are all point and click. This one, you had direct control. Oh boy. I'm probably overthinking this. Uh, Mist 3. No, no. There is no mystery. There is no mystery. Number one, one two. Um, I'm just gonna say three at the end of everything. <laughs> Altered beast. Yes. Um, so my original guess. Um, I'm just gonna throw out there because I don't have another one. Was well, gonna be Twisted Metal Black. No, no, because there actually was a Twisted Metal Three, I think. Yeah, um, I know there was one and two. I thought there was four games. That's why I was kind of going there. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Nope. Next clue. Good guess, though. All right. The original developer for this franchise was called Human Entertainment. They went out of business, and the development for this title that you're guessing is Sunsoft and Capcom. Mm, Sunsoft. Why does that sound familiar? Yeah. Capcom. Why human. Does that sound human, familiar? whatever. I've never heard of. But Sunsoft sounds familiar. Capcom. Okay. Uh Devil May Cry the Thirtier. <laughs> no, negative. That is incorrect. Dan? Good guess, though. Good guess. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um, I should have something in my head. Now it's gone. That was Konami. Um, Capcom. Man, I got nothing. Uh, Mega Man 3. So no, Mega Man 3, I think, was on the NES. Yes, it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, the game we're talking about, you're guessing, was seen as a commercial failure. However, in recent years, and even, I should say, even recent decades, 
it has seen a massive cult following. Mm. Awesome. But it's only on the PS2. Only on the PS2. This game is. Yeah. And it's been on PC. What? It was on, he said it was on the other ones were on PC. When yeah, the previous play. ones. Previous ones. So part one, one part two, on yeah, right. Okay. Cult following, Capcom. Point and click. That's this good name. Uh, but not point and click because this one isn't. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Tactics, three. <laughs> no <laughs> negative. I don't even know if that's not even a thing. <clears throat> it's throwing crap out there now. Um, Prince of Persia. No, that's a fun game, though. I wish they would actually bring that one back. Okay, this game was very mixed reviews. It was known to have horrible control, but had amazing direction, writing, and graphics, and the cutscenes were especially very... Um, people loved them. Um, you might have. This game is probably solid three. Uh, no, that game, that game was good. Uh, <laughs> that game was. You fantastic. said you said cutscenes, so I immediately went Kojima. Yeah. No, we got to remember back during the PlayStation Two, that cutscenes were like everything back then. So yeah, yeah, that was a big mm -hmm. thing because of the DVD yeah. storage they had. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so this game is notoriously known for having horrible control. That should be maybe a clue, but I don't know. Maybe not. I've played a lot of games with horrible controls. <laughs> um, it's just, like, it's, nothing's coming to my head. Yeah, I'm uh, struggling here. Yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure. Xeno Gears 2. No. No, it's a good game, <laughs> Wouldn't though. Wouldn't it be 3? Well, no, because I'm, I'm, I'm just making shit up in my head now. <laughs> All right, the next clue. And also a zero. <laughs> Gosh. Sure wasn't. Next clue. The main character's name that you control is Alyssa Hamilton. She is armed with a crossbow. Uh, yeah, I, I, so that's, what question are we on? Five, I think. Uh, let me actually give you that. One, two, three, four, five, six. We're on question seven at the moment. Seven. Damn, we suck. I'm struggling. Uh, <coughs> three. And what did you say? Sorry. Thief. No, three. it is not. Mm -hmm. Four. Um, seven. Click. Real-time control. Ashley Hamilton. The crossbow. There's not a lot of crossbow no. out there. Protagonist with a crossbow as a main weapon, and a title with bad controls that used to be point and click. Yes. Do have we played this game for real? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, but he hasn't played Crash Course, so I can't really, you know, say much. Mm -hmm. That came out later, I think. You, you guys um, have at least heard of this game. I never heard of Doritos Crash Course, so. Yes, but yeah. you you were proven pretty badly uh, to be in the minority there. Yes, you're mm -hmm. the only one. <laughs> uh, how about Odd World Azure's Wrath? No, that is incorrect. Okay, in the game, the ma the majority of the game you're spent um, exploring. However, the enemies that you find are known as subordinates. And you can either stun or run from them. Oh, I know it. No, I don't. I'm just joking. I have no clue. I have nothing. I don't mm -hmm. think I've played this game. I really I, don't. Uh, I, if I have, I have uh, blanked it from my memory. Um, it's gone. I'm trying to even think of a question to ask. I know. That's what I was thinking. I don't even have a question. It's almost like we, I mean, it's not an RPG. It's point-and-click, right? So I'm guessing it's probably an FPS, but I don't know if that's true or not. So I, maybe I'll use my question. Is it an FPS, Bert? It is not. 
<laughs> it is not. Way off. So it's, it's not first person. person, so it's third person. Right? Yes. Or it's a, possibly a side scrolling, but how the hell do you do a side scrolling point click? Uh, PS2, it would be third person, or uh, 3D. I, I the ne- the next clue I read out I will add to that unless you guys have a question so <laughs> um I, I I really have nothing here I'm gonna go with um, since it was PS2 exclusive I'll say Halo three <laughs> okay Dan <laughs> okay <laughs> this is question nine by the way this next question or uh, clue first guess is uh, I, I was I guess first so I said, is it my turn now to guess. We're all yep. over the place. Yep. Okay, I gotta guess something. Sure okay. is. Uh, say that last clue again. That that matters. Oh, so in, in the game, you spend most of the time exploring. However, you do come across enemies, and they all call they are called subordinates, and you can only stun or run from them. This game sounds terrible. Uh, I I don't know, man. Horizon Zero. Horizon yeah. Zero Three. <laughs> yeah, three. No. Horizon Zero Midnight. Yeah. <clears throat> Horizon Zero Dusk. Go for it, man. Okay. This is question this, nine. This third, yeah, the question nine. This third-person survival horror game from Capcom is also one of the most requested remaster or no, rebooted series from Capcom. So people have been asking for this one after RE2 came out. Gotta be like Silent Hill three, right? The weird thing, though, Silent even Silent Hill one wasn't point and click. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I'll give you another clue on top of that. It's not Silent Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I knew that. Um, Although that does help a little bit. So now I'm in now I'm in horror mindset. I got to think about this. Guess we should have went there. Yeah. All right. Um, It's your guess, and because you you go first. Oh. Uh, Fuck, I don't know. That's the only one I can think of. Um, so point and click. Uh, horror by Capcom. I don't know, man. Uh, PT. <laughs> PT. No, that is negative. <clears throat> See someone recreated PT in Dreams. Yeah. Like one to one. Pretty cool. Did hear about that? Um, this is not my genre. Typically is, but I'm still struggling with the point and click and the whole crossbow thing of a jiggy. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure if the final clue is going to help you, so we'll see how this goes. No, I don't think we're getting this one. Um, I got nothing again. Uh, alone in the dark. Sexy. Alone in the dark. No, you're getting pretty warm though. I will tell you that. That's that's another clue. Getting warm, man. <laughs> okay. All right, go for it. Okay, final clue in this game. It's mostly compared to Eternal Darkness. Um, you do have what's called a panic mode, and this is um, similar to Eternal Darkness when the character gets too scared or something, some crazy stuff happens. And in this game, same thing. Um, the only way that she can come out of panic mode is by using holy water. Get it, please get it. I, I got nothing. I really don't. I don't think I've, I've, I can almost guarantee I've never played this game. <laughs> okay, um, Dan. Yeah, I've got nothing. It sucks. Uh, Amnesia oh, nice. three. <laughs> no, isn't that a PC only game or something like that? Fatal mm. Frame three. Yeah. No, <laughs> Fatal Frame was good though. Um, Dan, so coming out with the final guess. I don't even know horror games, so I mean that's the biggest issue. Throw out, throw out an, an intelligent guess. Intelligent guess. You got. Have this. I done that yet today? <laughs> no. I mean, PT was my most intelligent guess. It was a terrible guess. <laughs> PT was your. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fear. Yeah, that's uh, that was a bad guess, though, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. D3. No. Yeah, no. All right, guys. The the game is Clock Tower Three. Clock Tower Three. All right, new poll Twitter. Have you heard of Clock Tower Three <laughs> I, I, I or actually, Medios? I actually I have heard of, of Clock Tower. I never will say I never played it though. So Clock Tower Three was. Um, I'm going to send you guys the box art because I'm sure you'll go. Oh my god, that game! But it was um, fairly big fan. 
Uh, fairly Do big right fan now. base for it now. Um, but like I said, it's. Uh, I actually like this game. It was just kind of not controllable back then. PlayStation Two <coughs> had some very weird controlled games, so um, I think that was almost expected back then. But there you go. There's your name that game this week. I was able to stump him. Never seen this in my entire life. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware yeah. of Clock Tower, but goddamn, that was a tough one. <laughs> that was tough. All right. He did it again. He did. Gotcha. <laughs> got him. They got Medios Towered. Yeah, got Medios Towered. Is that what this says here? DVD. Oh, yeah, PS2 always put DVD because they were promoting that you could use it as a DVD player, so they kept doing that. So that's, anyway. That's Ashley Hamilton, huh? <laughs> all right well you got us um that was that was that was fun i'll put that out there um anyway let's go ahead and close this uh episode 84 out yes. here so uh if you are playing modern warfare you know the season one just dropped uh bert put up a multiplayer review and kind of capped off our modern warfare coverage in that vein that's on the site if you want to check it out and then right now we're working out as uh, the three of us are kind of working out what the plans are over the next couple weeks. Obviously with the holidays coming, there's travel, there's families in town and other things. So we'll uh, we'll be working that out and discussing that here. Probably next week's Big Cast will give you an idea of what to expect in terms of schedule. Um, but we'll have some other things coming in the next uh, few weeks as well. So anything else to add, guys? Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Even though I'll see you next week. <laughs> and I can wish it to you again. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in as always. Appreciate it. Have a good week.